Welcome to Reflections, the limited series exclusively for Patreon supporters of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. This week we are recapping Season 7, Episode 3, titled Shakespeare. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by one thirst trap of a co-host. From our nation's capital, please say... Hatties, bitch. <laughs> you gotta pop them corn so the kids can eat. Where did you get a loaf of bread? The struggle is real. Call me young, call me, like, illiterate, whatever. Fucking make it happen! I don't want to hear any goddamn excuses anymore! To my co-host and cyber boyfriend, Evan Ayers. Pop the bunions so the children may feast. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, and good night to you, Joe Batanz. What's up? Nothing. You I gotta pop them corn so the kids can eat. I had so much trouble. <laughs> I always call that in the script clip zero on the on the soundboard. It's clip zero. I mm-hmm. had I had trouble deciding among those six for clip zero. Which which one do you think if you would have chosen? Which one would have been your clip zero? I had a feeling you were gonna you pick a lot of those. But if I had to guess, it would have either been the fucking make it happen or in seven seasons I've never seen a car crash look like this. For oh, me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is be. not good. This is not good. I believe it's this right here. Um, oh, but it's the whole thing. I can't play the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, how are you, Evan Ayers? What were you and I talking about today that I was like, save it for the show, save it for the show, save it for the show? Uh, what were we talking well, about? It was today? via text message. I can look. But how have you we, been? We, I've been good. I've, I had a really, really busy weekend. It was a weird, like, summer slash fall weekend i went to the pool on saturday and then i had this like gorgeous fall winery wedding in charlottesville yesterday so Mm -hmm. a good friend of mine got married so i got to see some old friends from college and high school it was lovely um so yesterday was a super long day but i'm good a little tired there's been some drama going on in my apartment that we're trying to figure out yeah so i live in like an interesting area but as you know you may know in the news like Two weeks ago, that woman was stabbed. Did you hear about that? No. What happened? There was a woman on a run in Logan Circle, which is a neighborhood next to mine. She was mm-hmm. on a run. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, this man stabbed her to death. Mm-hmm. It was, like, super shocking because it, it was in this, like, really nice neighborhood and, like, considered to be very quiet and very safe. And I live, like, three blocks from where this happened. Mm-hmm. And I came home from this wedding yesterday to all these signs, like, in my lobby of my building. And I live, I live at the intersection of... A university, but there's also a, a hospital, and there's also just like it's a, a newly gentrified area, so um, parts of it can Wait, be a little seedy. Did you my block, three my block blocks? in particular? And I came home to in my lobby, and there's all these signs posted in our lobby that I guess someone had been assaulted yesterday, like mm-hmm. at knife point, and that like like the our our landlord like did not like give a shit about it, and like everyone's up. Essentially, there's like a, a tenant uprising like in the works here. Mm-hmm. Um, but the tea is that my roommate is here and her mom is visiting from Bolivia. Mm-hmm. And they're like hysterical Hispanic people. Like hysterical. Yeah, look, I'm one of them. Hysterical. And so like, yeah. they are like freaking the fuck out. And mm-hmm. I, you know what? I don't have time for it. <laughs> like I had the longest day of work. Mm-hmm. Just came home. I'm whispering. Only in America, like, a woman like me have a freaking chorizo. I need a damn chorizo after all this. God damn, I need a drink. Mm-hmm. Like, well, no, just, look, the last thing you need is a drink. But like, it's like it's insanity. So like, after I'm enjoying this moment because I'm gonna decompress, then I'm gonna have to go out and cook dinner after we talk here and address the issue. But anyway, um, but is it there's weird? always something. Is it weird? What? Do you think I may have solved the crime? 
What's the crime? You said a woman got stabbed three blocks from your place. Yes. Well, this was this was a while ago, but I'm saying like because this happened. Yeah, yeah. But what everyone's I'm saying, though, I know everyone's I know. on high alert. Hold, please. Are you remembering what I sent you the other day? The share thing? No. The picture of my friend, the meth. Oh a- yeah, addict friend. He didn't. Do, it, it wasn't him. Oh, it wasn't. No. How far does he, he live from you? Some, it was someone else on Well, if that picture, if what you sent me is where he still lives, he lives a, a minute and a half walk. It would take longer to wait to cross the street than it would to actually get to his place. Oh, really? Yeah, I live. I mean, he's in. The, he's literally right, right in my neighborhood. Oh, interesting. We're in, each, we're in each other's neighborhood. Yeah. But other than that, you know, other than some some night. Oh, and there's also this big thing where people's packages are getting stolen. I live in a weird. I live in a building with like a very strange tenant population. It's not a big building, and there are like families and just like. Everyone's up in arms. I feel like we're about to like mm-hmm. throw a coup. People are like, we're not going to pay our rent until we put security cameras in our building. Mm-hmm. So I'm deciding where I, how involved I want to get. Are you that the only drop. white person in the building? No, goodness, no. No, so that's the T. That's the T too. Is that it's mostly white people in this like predominantly like uh, black area. Oh, so okay. I'm, I'm a little cautious of how I approach this. <laughs> Sorry. What are the odds of you think you get stabbed? I mean, I it's kind of scary but like it's honestly not uncommon it's not unlikely who knows i mean it's you can get stabbed anywhere that's that's why people were shook though this woman was this woman was killed mm-hmm. when she was stabbed up and so she was killed and it was in again a very nice area like i live in like a questionably like hood area mm-hmm. this was like gorgeous like two million dollar homes like this, this was not it was very shocking mm-hmm. so you never know but that's the whole thing i don't get the whole hysteria and the hype like Stuff can happen to you anytime, anywhere. Just be alert. And well, like, do you notice that Hispanic and hysteria have the same first syllable? You know, I didn't, but now I do. And I'm glad you said it and not me. Well, I can <laughs> say it. You know why I can say it? What? Because. Only an American, a woman like me, have a freaking <laughs> chorizo. I feel uh, like we're the only people that really appreciate Alexis Mateo for how uh, great she is. Like, I'm telling you, you know, I shared an elevator with her at Drag Can, and <laughs> I was so tempted to say, well, I actually didn't think of it. Did you think of it? Was a Sweet Michael who was like, did you say, hey, girl, I just saw, or hey, Man- or hey, Alexis, I just saw Alexis, girl. I would have never had, would you have had the courage to say that if it's just you and Alexis in the elevator, would you say that? I would have said it as I was walking out. So in case it flops, like I could just like get away. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's disappointing that you, um, that you didn't say that. Mm-hmm. At least we'll have a whole season of an up- upcoming all-star season to say that. that what phrase, would though. you do though, if the Alexis and you were in an elevator together? I'm trying to think of where, like in what scenario we would be in the same building, much Drag less the same elevator. Dragon, I would I mean, I would say hi. I'd say she's funny. I don't know what I'd do. I don't, I don't I don't plan these like interactions out like you and you've seen me interact with these people before I don't like I'm relatively cool about oh, yeah, you trying to steal Aja's belt yeah and I gave it to her no you were going to steal it you were going to st- girl I was not going to do not put words girl. in my mouth I will not be subjected to this kind happen. of buffoonery and I don't want to hear any goddamn excuses anymore the fuck am I going to do with Aja's belt? You, that wouldn't even fit around my forehead she's so tiny you saw me walk up to her and give it back to her you were I wasn't going to you just wanted, and I think you were going to wear it. You just wanted to have her belt. No, I did not. And I do not for a second believe that you're going to even convince me that was otherwise. Anyway, I gave it back to her. I feel like you it, were a little glug glug and you were thinking you were going to take. Uh, I was, I was a little what? Glug glug. 
What's that mean? You're glug, 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 glug. No. What is that? Is that a drunk reference? Oh, how inventive. 645 already. Let's go. You know, I want to talk about that. Yeah. I I heard you owe me an apology, so I'm going to hear what you want to apologize Oh, the apology wasn't for that. Oh. The apology was for when you brought up Brian and Aaron last week. Oh, yeah. And and I was so shook because I thought I really... Because the few times that I've ever actually really offended you, I didn't mean to do it. What was the other time? When I called, when I said you had a great face for radio. Oh, what a piece of shit you are. Oh, fuck you. Anyway, I, uh, um, what was I going to say? What were we talking about? Oh, well, let's actually talk about what I said to save for the show first. And we'll come back to the okay. apology and whatnot. But um, we were talking about, and I want to be careful what I say here. We were talking about porn stars. Oh, yeah. And you were saying that you like this one porn star, but you don't really like him solo. You don't like to see big, because he's got like a big muscly porn yeah. star, right? Uh, and you were saying that you don't like to see him solo, but you like to see him like just really just give it to like a little twink, correct? Mm-hmm. I like the role that he plays in a larger story. Yeah. But then you brought up another one whose name was what? Well, are uh, we mentioning the one? Are we exposing Morgan, myself? Oh, Mark Dalton. Yeah, I think he's fun. I never looked at him. I'm going to look him up right now while you're talking. Now, wh- is he another he- big giant guy? He's not giant. He's just like an he's like an early two thousands like trashy porn star. Like he's mm-hmm. like definitely straight. Oh like, yeah, I see him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just I just think he's like funny. He was like one of the first people that I ever like found on the internet when but I was younger. But do you find those like gigantic muscle pecs, um, bodies? Like, do you find that attractive? Not really. Because that's weird. Yeah, you're and a fan I, of the twinks like I am, correct? Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's and I think it's one of those things where like I I like it. I like to watch it, but I would never, I would never seek it like in real life. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. I think it's like uh, there's some, um, there's some fantasy. It's not even a f- fantasy. is not the right word, but it's mm-hmm. like I would never seek it in real life. And so I yeah. think porn is like a weird way that I explore it. Oh, interesting. Um, so like I would, yeah. Who are your top porn stars? Who are your go tos? Just you know, it doesn't, I'm not saying they're your favorites, but like when you see them, you're like, I'm in. Yeah, um, Jack Horror. Oh. I'm really into like H O R R O R H A R R E R. Okay, I'm looking like him up. Bel- he's like a Bellamy model. Oh, okay. Um. Ah, uh, who else am I into? Oh, interesting. This is yeah, interesting. He's, he's fun. Okay. Um, and I the rest of them I don't really know their names. I really don't. Um. Well, well, I only know that because I'm so basic that they're super famous. Yeah. No. The some of the the ones that I've the ones that I appreciate. Um. I could like honestly, like I'll be honest with you. My most of my porn consumption is like is Tumblr, mm-hmm. and I don't know their names. Yeah, like they're just like clips. So I like I could tell you like oh the one like you know that they're in a public restroom and then they go into the Jeep Wrangler. Like I can yeah, tell you yeah, that, yeah. but I couldn't tell you what oh, the yeah. guys. The name best was. ones I've ever seen. I don't know who the fuck they are. Yeah, have you and ever seen like, the one? Yeah. But it keep, the guy takes it down all the time. But it's it's the, the okay. It's a straight guy and a gay guy. This is real. I don't think I don't know how straight the straight guy is. But I'm saying that to differentiate them, right? And uh-huh. it's obviously like a night vision camera in the guy's car, and they go super. I mean, the guy, the straight guy, is so fucking white trash. He is so like just white trash. White trash porn is so fun. Oh, I know. And so the driver wearing, is like, gay. Stupid basketball shorts. Oh. Yeah, and the white the white trash guy, and he's just like 
Like, yeah, I just got off, and like my, my girlfriend's gonna come over, and like, oh, I gotta find it. It's, it's hard to find because like, I take it down all the time. But like, oh, dude, don't, tell, so... tell me no more and send it to me. Yeah, I gotta find it. Send... If someone can know, if, if someone knows what I'm talking about, and you have a copy of it. Can you send it to me? Because I want it. He's dumb. He he's done it twice. The white trash guy, mm. and they meet in a car. And dude, he for being straight, he gets into it. It is insane. Um, of the famous ones, I'm a big fan of Helix models like uh, Blake Mitchell. But you know who I like even more? The Blake Mitchell's so basic, right? Basic. But you know who I like? I know he's famous in Helix. But I'll tell you what, I like him in a second. This yep. Evan Parker. I'm Googling right now. Okay. He's not even that cute. But he's such a, his persona is such the little smirky asshole. Like, you know that guy that was just like the smirky smartass in your school? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he. Oh, I have, I have 100% time for this. Yeah, you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God, wait. Surfetch knows what I'm talking about. Surfetch knows what I'm talking about. All right. Yes. Thank you, Surfetch. If you have it, that would be amazing. Yeah, send it to us. Um, I also can I do can I do like redirect away from porn for two seconds? I do have something uh, else funny to boring. talk to you about. Go ahead, yes. Um, so today I made the mistake of listening to not just you and uh, you're catching up live. Yeah, what's feed, his name? What's, what's my co-host's name? I'm, I'm catching up. Mike Lawson, right? Oh wow, go you. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then I also listened to the you and Taylor's bit. Um, your like little like you know special that you guys did on Patreon, mm-hmm. and I, I listened to that walking into work this morning, and yeah. I walk about three and a half miles, so it's about yeah. an hour. Sure. So by the time I get into work, I, I'm towards the end, yeah. and I sit down with my coffee, whatever, sure. having a it's a very quiet Monday morning, yeah. and you guys get to the Lori Roggenkamp bit, yeah. Where you well, you've heard fucking, before what you've heard it before. I have, but I haven't heard it in a long time enough to remember how funny it was. Uh-huh. Joe, I had to leave my office and pretend that I was getting a phone call to like hide how hysterically I was laughing. Oh wow, really? I it is I I've I've watched it five times. I tweeted at her today. She responded at me in my day. Like funniest fucking thing I've Why ever Why have you not hung life. out with her? What? Why have you not hung out with her? Be- because you hate me and don't want me to have a good time. Well, when you come in January, we'll hang out with her. But I'm gonna okay. tell you something. Uh, you know, I did. She has a podcast called the Bloody Mary podcast, and uh-huh. I did an episode with her a week ago. I think I come, it comes out in a week or two. And I'm going to tell you, if you like hearing Joe and Lori Roggenkamp, you're going to love this episode I, of the Bloody I Mary. I need podcast. that immediately. I need that. Can I have like the preview version? I have, of it? I've never even heard it. I haven't even heard it. I was just oh, there, but I, can't um, I think we're really good together, and you're going to really love. Drake. No, you guys, yeah. you guys have brilliant chemistry. I think she is. She is the fucking tits like she's the bee's knees the cat's pajamas mm-hmm. like that that i I'm now have you watched the whole 10 minute bit like the whole yes s- on 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 it's like tbs or whatever yeah. yeah i watched it on youtube it's it's hysterical oh, okay well look a plug for Lori rocking camp there now uh let's talk about let's actually talk about now what did you think of you know if you if you haven't listened if you're a patreon supporter there's a show there called the taylor and joe bonus show right Mm-hmm. And in it, I talked about how I was surprised by how good your body was. Were you offended by that? Um, no, I wasn't offended. I was, I was flattered, but I was also just like kind of confused. It makes me. I, I'm more curious. What photo did you show him that he was like, "Oh, that is a good picture of him." Mm, what what image th- did you show? Of what, me? Wait, what do you think it is? Which one do you think it is? I don't know. Did you take pictures of me when I was changing at Malibu? No, you sent me uh, a snap of you and Sweet Michael. Um, Walking down the street. Oh, oh, hang on. Hold, please. Oh, they just caught you. They caught the stammer. 
Uh, well, you know what? He does that this week. Kennedy and Jasmine are sick of the skinny young white bitches, and Jaden makes gross comments about her own feet. In the mini challenge, the girls work their twerk in their best Golden Girls couture. In the main challenge, the girls are split into teams and try their best Shakespeare impressions in a tragedy befitting Shakespeare. Team Max was named the winner of the challenge, while Max himself was named the individual winner of the challenge. Meanwhile, Kennedy Davenport and Jasmine Masters were placed in the bottom two in a lip-sync battle for their lives. Kennedy lived to see another day while Jasmine Masters was asked to sashay away. Evan Ayers named two things you liked about the challenge and one thing you did not. About the challenge or about, about the, the episode? About the episode. episode. Sorry, Thank you. Wow. My editor. Um, uh, two things I liked about the episode. First of all, I love, love, love Jasmine Masters in this. I think she. this is like quintessential just jasmine at her best slash worse i'll we'll get into all of the reasons why i think she's hilarious in this episode sure um i liked that i really liked the guest judges this episode mm-hmm. i like that there was an interesting balance how mel b is like kind of a bitch and like not super warm and friendly and then the other girl who's from broke girls is so into being on the show mm-hmm. lie gag buffoonery scratch that i just realized i don't like that my favorite my other best thing about this episode is rupaul's look mm-hmm she looks amazing. I'll get into the judges later, but no highlight point is how amazing RuPaul looks in this. And the thing I did not like, I don't like Max. I find her, I find her very annoying and very contrived as a character. And I think mm-hmm. this episode in particular really highlights it. Yeah. Um, I just find her annoying. So that's what I don't like. Sue me. You know, <laughs> you know, what's so funny is, uh, is when I was watching season seven, everyone would bring up Max's British accent. And for some reason, I kind of knew what they were talking about, but didn't really bother me that much. But it really, really bothered me this episode. Like it really yes. stuck out. It really like, and she's like, uh, "Darlings, can we do?" And my, come here, yeah, come here, darling. Yeah, and you're like, and then she remember she would claim she didn't have an accent, and Trixie was like, "Bitch, I went to school with you. What are you talking about? You didn't talk yes. about this." Yeah, and they're like, "You're from Milwaukee. Like, what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Um, okay, and then, and the, let me see, two things I liked about the episode. You know what, again, you know, I actually, I'd actually seen this episode recently during my, se- my revisit of season seven, and I have the same opinion then that, do now that I did then. Um, this, this season, if, if this is an episode that's indicative of this season, I know this is a, fa- a favorite season of yours. It has a sentimental place in your heart. Oh, yeah, we'll if get this into that. Se- season is indicative of the season. The season wasn't as bad. And what's so no, funny is, right. you know, most of the girls are still there. They've gotten rid of Sasha. They've gotten rid of Tempest. And I'm like, you know who every single one of these girls are. There is, I guess, I, I would say, look, you can make a case that, like, uh, Candy and Jaden were filler queens. But, like, I would say this was a really low filler queen season. Absolutely. And even the filler queens, like, it, you have to have a filler queen. And Candy is a great filler queen because she still is, like, a good lip syncer. She's kind of a bitch when you do see her. And if not, she's beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. Like, there's really no one, uh, there's no one here that really lacks any staying power, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Look at how many of these queens have come back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could do, you, oh, I mean, look, some of these queens are the most famous queens in RuPaul's Drag Race history. The top and, four have all been invited. There's some stat about the queens in, in season seven, how like the top seven have all been invited back or something. It's whatever. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. The other thing, too, is um, what else did I like? You know, honestly, I'm going to be, I, I watched this episode. I didn't think Violet was as bad in this challenge as they made her out to be. 
Um, mm-hmm. I thought because I remember when I watched them, I'm like, oh, she's pretty good, you know. And then they were like, yeah. oh, she was horrible. And I was like, same thing with Pearl. And I remember, I remember thinking this then, and I think it now, where I feel like Pearl obviously that she was trying to do the, like they made it seem like what was it, what is she doing with this coach character? But like that's not you know that exactly ridiculous. What she was doing. Yeah, that's not that ridiculous to make the coach. And I, I actually kind of thought it was funny. I, I thought, thought it was, was very funny. I thought it was less funny the, when she just did it in her normal voice. Yeah. and Because well, uh, you know what she was going for, but just didn't. it wasn't perfect. Yeah, and then you know when, when Pearl raised up behind the wall? That's <laughs> fucked up because she, they edited it so it would be awkward. They could have edited oh, it so Hondo. she wasn't super awkward, right? And then one thing I didn't like about this episode, and maybe this will come up in the looks, um... I'm not a big fan of Jasmine's dress. I don't know why she was going on and on about this dress. Yeah, I, I get the impression that it's like either really stunning in person uh-huh. or it just like is pretty and it hits heavy. But like that doesn't really convey well on TV, you know? I thought it looked kind of cheap, to be honest with you. Yeah. It looked kind of costumey. Yeah, I have thoughts on that, but I I agree. All right. After Sasha Bell's elimination, the girls walk into the workroom. Katya wipes off the mirror message and says goodbye to their former contestant. Well, yeah. Later, while removing their drag, Kennedy and Jasmine have a private conversation about their distaste. I said that wrong. Distaste for certain contestants. Honey, when they put that group, I know it was a lot of buffoonery because they all look alike. They're all the same height. They all weigh two pounds. Fame, Trixie, Pearl, then there's that old tight-ass, long, coarse-faced Violet. Them four just wear my nerves out. They don't know shit about performing. All they want to do is talk and walk their asses in fucking heels, and that's not drag. Y'all, that shit <laughs> Get your asses up out of here. I don't like shit about them young hoes. Not the air they breathe, not they bony-ass, slim, up-and-down pole bodies. I would love to send all them bitches home in one walk. Especially Violet. Wear your panties, girl. We don't want to see that Barbie doll mannequin pussy. <laughs> Cover that ass up. Panties, bitch. <laughs> I, I feel panties, bitch, is an underrated quote from the show. It's underrated, and I would love to know where, like, in what context he was really saying panties, bitch. Because, you know, they cut that to shit, you know? Yeah. Like, he definitely says panties, bitch, but it's not in the, in the same conversation that he's saying how much he hates these white girls. <laughs> I can't even do I like I can't even impersonate it because it's so I can't do it. Panties, bitch. <laughs> okay. What were your thoughts on Kennedy and Jasmine's points about the basically the, the young thin white girls? Well, I thought it was interesting how they were so like critical about them having pole ass up and down bodies when Jasmine is literally a stick. Yeah, Jasmine's like, very there, thin. There's no figure to her at all, mm-hmm. so that's whatever. Um I think what Jasmine is what I think what they're saying is their their issues with them are a part of a bigger issue, but they articulate it very poorly. You know, mm-hmm. I think like their, their their criticism of them later on in the, in the episode, like oh, find an aesthetic, blah, blah blah. Like I think this is where you see um, Kennedy kind of acknowledging. Remember when she was on All Stars three, she was like, yeah, I was kind of close minded and I was a bitch. Like mm-hmm. I think she came in and was like kind of intimidated by these girls and they were annoying because they were this new type of drag. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the way that this came off, I mean, it was definitely not good for them whatsoever. And I think it was a not a great, great intro. I, I remember watching this 
living in Germany and being like, this Jasmine girl is a bitch. Like, I hate this woman. You know, I, and, I, 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 it's so funny. This is one of these things where there are receipts and I have not cheated. I have not, but you know, there's, there's an episode. I'm actually very curious after we record this episode to hear uh-huh. what I had to say, because, you know, season seven, episode three was one of the first episodes we ever did. You know? Oh, true. Yeah, and that's so right. there's it exists out there what my opinions were about this episode even then. But watching it, I really like Jasmine. Maybe because I know what becomes of Jasmine and how funny she is. You know, but um, I wonder if I liked her back then. But I really liked her, and I was kind of rooting for her to go farther. I don't, I don't know if I ever thought she would win, but I was hoping she would go farther because she was such entertaining television. Now, in terms of what they say here, yes. I'll be honest with you because it's not something you really see anymore and and it's it's funny because i'm gonna argue for it i feel that the most with the exception of tyra but i would say season five on what you see usually is like almost like the happy-go-lucky african-american queen who just the i'm talking about the ones who win or do well are the ones who like like bob naomi um who else like oh um uh, Monet Exchange, uh, Shay. Yeah, Shay, you're right. Um, who, like, they don't seem like, bitter at white people. Shay mm-hmm. has become bitter at white people. Like, she always was, but she's let that out on the show. But um, it's sort of fun to see the bitter at white people. Oh, Asia is another one. But the bitter at white people, um, black queens, kind of make fun of, especially queens that we know become very popular. Like, she, they're making fun of the eventual winner. They're making fun of Trixie. They don't make fun of Katya, though, but they make fun of Fame and Pearl. Pearl. You know? These are all very, very well known drag queens now. They're making fun of, like, legendary drag who will become legendary drag queens. Yeah. So it's sort of funny seeing them take them down, you know? Yeah, it is funny that you mentioned, too, that they don't attack Katya because the Katya seems to, like, be in this, like, cool middle ground with everybody. Yeah. And I don't know why because her aesthetic is kind of similar to them. Yeah. It is kind of similar to them. All right. The next day, RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's mini challenge. Now, today's mini challenge is an old, old-fashioned soul train dance line. We're calling it Sissy That Walker. We've got 15 minutes to get into some old lady drags. And in the end, the two grooviest grannies will win. Max and Kennedy were named the winners of the challenge and, as part of their prizes, or prize, because they shared it. They were named the team captains for the main challenge, which RuPaul explained to the contestants. For this week's Maxi Challenge, you'll be acting in a comedic adaptation of two Shakespeare classics, Romy and Juliet, <laughs> and my favorite, Magbitch. Yeah. <laughs> the teams broke down as follows. Team Kennedy had McBitch, and on that team was Kennedy, Jasmine, Katya, Pearl, Candy Ho, and Violet Chachki. On Team Max, they are the ones that got Romy and Juliet, and that team consisted of Max, Ginger, Trixie, Kasha, Jaden Dior Fierce, and Miss Fame. Evan Ayers, your thoughts on the mini challenge? Did you think the right people won the mini challenge? Like I said, it was Max and Kennedy won. Um, I think the right people won the mini challenge, although these are those challenges where I think they just set them up so they can just pick the they just pick whoever they want. Yeah, because we didn't actually captain. really see much of Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy I mean, Kennedy really wasn't that memorable to begin with. I thought if anyone should have won, it should have been Jasmine for that damn loaf of bread. Yeah. Or or even Pearl for literally looking like Elaine Stritch, as Katya said. Yeah. Where did you get a loaf of bread? 
Yeah. Now like, you, what? I'm sure you know the tea about Jasmine and where she got the loaf of bread and what. I wish I did, but oh, I you don't? don't. Oh, Jasmine had heard from talking to other drag queens that the food wasn't very good uh, at RuPaul's Drag Race, so she packed an extra suitcase, literally full of like bread and like cold cuts and like hot sauce. Shut and, up. That's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can look it up. She brought a whole. And actually, the girls were sad. When she was gone, because she shared this food. And, of course she uh, did. Yeah. And so uh, she took that food with her, obviously, when she left. And they were kind of sad that she was gone because she had, she was smart enough to bring food. Well, that's also, that's also helpful when you live like three minutes from the studio. That's true. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, she that's just left the funny. food. What was she going to do with it? You know? Uh, yeah. So what were your thoughts on the mini challenge? What were your thought about, thoughts about the way the team broke down? Um, so my thoughts on the mini challenge are, I, this ch- challenge, like this is like what I like about drag race in terms of like how stupid and campy it is. All the dumb puns, like, you know, you were living or more like assisted living or, you know, yeah. once a day, but I, I just love that, that stupid, cheesy writing. And I really appreciate that about this, this mini challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the team separations were pretty fair. Again, the most annoying part of it was listening to Max do that fake ass accent the whole time he was picking people. Um, Ginger. Yeah, I thought it was fine. No, but what did you think about the fact? Because, you know, Violet had, up to this point, Violet had been doing consistently well, but yet she was the last one chosen. Why do you think that is? Um, I think because she, to my understanding, she was really not very warm. Like, Violet's known for kind of being a cunt. Pardon the the word, but that's like how she describes her, that's how Katya describes her too, is that she really was never super friendly or super warm. Like, um, like there was this that and that infamous quote where like Katya said when she walked in, the first thing she heard was Violet say, Oh, well, we know who the first one going home is. Like oh, she really, really? Was, Yeah, I think she just really did not make great first impressions with these queens. And I think that was this is like the residual of that. Because she won, but doesn't mean anyone likes her. Yeah. I think it took it takes her and she does grow and evolve as the season comes along, mm-hmm. but she still maintains that like rotted, like I'm better than you. Cause I know I am attitude. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why she was picked last. And who was the other one that was picked last? Was it Jaden? Um, it was candy. What? No, it was like, was it, it was like, was it candy ho? I think it was, maybe it was. Well, I don't besides remember. the point, it yeah. was, no, it couldn't have been because Candy and Violet are on the same team. Was it Miss Fame? It was Miss Fame. Yeah, yeah, it was Miss. I, just, Fame. I, I think they just didn't like her because she was, you know, kind of a brat. But That's why do you think Miss Fame went close to the end? Because uh, they probably knew she wasn't a talented actress. They've always talked about how, like, they're like, "Oh, she's beautiful and gorgeous," but like, is she like talented at anything else? Because this is one you you chose this episode. And we'll discuss later why yeah, you yeah. chose this episode. But you know this. You, you told me today. You know this episode backwards and forwards. You said yes. Well, so what, are you asking why I don't remember? Like, no, no, no. I'm not asking that. I'm saying, I'm saying, do you have more thoughts about? Do you have any thoughts about like? Th- I mean, there's not much to it. They did a mini challenge. They dressed an old lady drag. They, yeah, they twerked the f- down the runway, and the awkward redheaded guy was trying to dance again. Uh, Miles Davis Moody looked hot. Um, yeah, what's that song they were dancing to? I still don't know that. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to know. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. My my what I what I like about this challenge is, is is later on. Honestly, this is this is the a small beginning. All right. Well, we're actually going to break the story down by team. So okay, on team Max, the girls seemed to gel pretty early on with little to no drama. During their rehearsal with RuPaul and Michelle Visage, things seemed to be running smoothly until Jaden Dior Fierce became overwhelmed with emotion. What's going on, Jaden? What's happening? I just, 
I get in the moment and I just kind of freak out. I want this so bad. I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> Jaden begins to tear up and it all sort of comes down on her at once. Look at me. You kick ass. You're still a badass performer and you've got this. Okay? Probably no accent. I got this. You got, got, this. got this. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> On the main stage, RuPaul and the judges watched Team Max's final performance. In a world of charisma, uniqueness, talent... Is this Trixie or Fame? Uh, Trixie. Nerve, two rival drag houses, gonna get on, they swerve. First day of school, House of Capulets gonna rule. <laughs> drag my- is that fame? That is Miss Fame fucking up. Yep. Who's that there? Do you know? Juliet. Pay her no mind. It's that skank Romeo. So that's Max as the Juliet, correct? And Mrs. Kasha Davis as the mom. Correct? Yes. Okay. And there's actually a lot of drag race quotes in this ep- in this script, right? Oh, it's that's like it's a very well worded like reference drag race reference thing, but it just doesn't it gets shadow overshadowed by how bad it is. Yeah. Here we go. <gasps> Soft, but what light do break? I'm Juliet, but what's in a name? You can call me Cupcake, okay? Chill out, you two. You're from Enemy Cruise. You'll get yourself banished if you hang with this flu. What did you say? Rupologize, trolls. Calm down, Beyonce, or I'll clock those back. (gasps) The Queen on Queen Rumble turned... Is Calm Down Beyonce a quote, Evan? Yeah, it's um, Bianca Del Rio referencing... Oh, that's Trinity right, K- Gia Gunn. She, Calm down, no, Beyonce. You're right. No, no, it's Trinity K. Bonet when she says that she's Beyonce. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Calm okay. down, Beyonce. Oh, you're right. Oh, my God. You're good. I'm glad I can earn my, earn my keep. Yeah. Into a thriller. Meanwhile, later that night at Juliet's Villa... Wherefore art thou, Romeo? Be still, sweet Juliet. But how is she, though? Which is a Gia Gun reference, correct? Romy, let's live forever. Do you fancy a shag? Yes, God. <laughs> On your eleganza, oh. I gag. <laughs> oh, girl, you really gagging. Oh, wait. Status update, dad. There we go. <gasps> oh. <gasps> oh, man, we never even got the Kai. And with this death drop, I do die. And then she doesn't even do a death drop. <sighs> no, she just drops dead. Romy yeah. girls. Why? Teenage suicide. Don't, Don't do it. it. <laughs> so what were your thoughts on this performance, Evan Ayers? Um, okay, so I one thing I liked about this performance was I think that we see a sincere uh panic attack from Jaden Dior Fierce. Uh-huh. Oh you, like, you think, think oh you think it's I sincere? Think, I think it's sincere, yes. I think there are a lot of queens that come out there and they they realize that they're sucking at something and then they just find a way to like Eureka O'Hara, not that she hasn't had any like real trauma, but like you know when she's stuck at something, she kind of finds a way to create a story behind it. Yeah, I think Jaden sincerely, sincerely, just like had a panic attack mm-hmm. about this. Um, and as he's pointed out, I love that you 
you hear Max like, oh, you're still badass, like no accent whatsoever. Yeah, no like, accent. They, like they say badass in Oz, like get out of here, queen. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate that little moment of exp- exposing Max a little bit, but also seeing a sincere moment with Jaden. I think the challenge itself, this de- this team definitely was the better of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, Mrs. Kasha Davis, like I think is underrated in how strong she was in this performance. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think Trixie had a really lame, lame part here, but again, she was fine. I think it's, it's easy. Everyone, if you weren't awful in this, you were just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no one who was just like amazing. Mm-hmm. But again, I love the writing. I think this is a challenge that this is the first acting challenge in the season of majority acting. Are challenges. you okay? Are you, you seem out of breath. Um, yeah. So my, sorry, my, um, like while this was playing, like my entire like computer, everything fell off my bed and I was like rushing to like, get it back together before the, um, before the clip ended. So I'm like, I was a little frazzled for a second there. I'm sorry. All right. Don't be sorry. I was like, what was he doing? While I was uh, yeah. Well, no, I heard you ask me, you're like, is that a Gia gun reference? And I was literally like replugging things in and like reconnecting it. So mm-hmm. I'm my B. Okay. Um, but I, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else was I saying? Oh, I, I think the writing in this is really good. It's like a super, I love when they the show references itself. So that was fun. Um, Do you think the writing, we're going to hear the, I'll, I'll say this for the next one, but, um, I would say, in my opinion, like I think there was no contest between the two teams. Yeah, I would I have to agree. They tried to make it seem intentional or not yeah, like, yeah. with who they gave it to, but there was no chance that. Yeah, and I and I think that there was. Um, yeah, because how were they even assigned that? Who knows? We just know that Team Kennedy is you know Mac McBitch and yeah, but um, but. I think they tried to make it seem like it was a closer call than it was, but Team Kennedy was obviously clear. I mean, it was so obvious. I mean, there's no way they could even hide it. That Team Kennedy, yeah. Was Man, as as annoying as Max is as a character, I think the as cocky and confident as he was, like, oh well, if my team doesn't know their lines, I know them for them. Like, he clearly knew how to lead the team or how to be a thespian, as they said. And I think, despite it being kind of a whatever you know performance, he, de- he I think he definitely his leadership and the way that. Uh, Max kind of handled each member of his team is why they did better. Yeah, the Team Max storyline isn't terribly interesting. No, no, the, not at all. The one that's interesting, though, is Team Kennedy. And on Team Kennedy, the drama started right away as Jasmine Masters and Kennedy conspir- conspir- conspired conspired against Violet. Look, we should Kanina back the tough ghetto woman. I don't want to be the ghetto girl. Because that's like so common. I could really turn myself into Lady McBitch. Lady McBitch. Yes. I kind of don't want to put people in their, like, in their, uh, like... Comfort zone? Yeah. So, Violet, I would like for you to be ghetto. Later, as Jasmine struggled with her role and Violet had a hissy fit, Kennedy made a final decision. Um, I want to make a judgment call here, because I just don't feel comfortable. I need uh, Jasmine and Violet to switch characters. Jasmine, just be the ghetto girl and make it work. Bitch, I already got done. Feel my ghetto fantasy. Let's switch scripts. Anything else? Because Jasmine's fucking up, we should change real quick. During their rehearsal with RuPaul and Michelle, the team members didn't know their lines and were generally foolish, which earned a lecture from RuPaul. I couldn't even pull... It was so much... One, it was so visual, a lot of the fucking up. Like, 
just yeah. dead air, and then they wouldn't know misses, awkward yeah, transitions. Yeah. But they were just really, really fucking up. Like, just not knowing their lines, like, looking in the wrong place. It was just awful, right? But and, and, like, stuff that you really couldn't even, like, make look bad if you edited it. Like, they really just didn't know what they were doing. I think they made it look better, to be honest with you. I've actually heard that they, that the final product was actually better than what they actually ended up doing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, RuPaul kind of gets a lectures them here during the rehearsal. Hey, did you rehearse your team? I got to tell you, in seven seasons of doing RuPaul's Drag Race, I've never seen a car crash like this before. I don't know what to tell you, ladies. This is not good. On the main stage, RuPaul and the judges watched... The final product. Here in Tuckahoe, it's the season of the witch, but none are as shady as Lady McBitch. That's Kennedy and Candy, correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Friends, drag queens, hunting men. I got something to say. So Cheerleading tryouts are happening today. I think that would have been way funnier with her doing the deep voice. Absolutely. It would have been like a, a mock of like Sue Sylvester of like yes. Glee or something. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Watch out, sisters. I'm the real prima donna. Hey, cheerleader is going to be me, LaQuisha Kiana. That's right. Girl, not on tonight. This is so not your gig. Oh, you see, see, okay, you know what? When you listen to it, Violet's not as good because she swallowed that line, the not on tonight. It's it, it. I I rewatched this walking home, and it was just the audio. Mm-hmm. And you you hear that, and you're like, oh god, this is terrible. Yeah. Like, thank God she's beautiful. Yeah, I'm Lady Mc. I would now. Have you watched? We've talked about this, but have you watched that Violet porn? No, I I don't ever want to. Oh, I think she's so hot. You can keep that to yourself. I'm not. I spread <laughs> it. I, sh- I shared it with the world. Bitch, and you're a pig in a wig. She's a big dick. I've heard she does, which is crazy how tiny she is. Where the fuck did she put it? I know. Hey, Hogwarts rejects, what's your prediction? If I'm not here, cheerleader, it's truly fan fiction. <laughs> the spirits so have spoken. We saw it in a dream. So bad. Lady McBitch is the, the cheer team supreme. Like, you can even hear how bad it is. It's terrible. Attention, cheer trolls. Let the tryouts begin. Start your engines. May the best Tuckahoe win. Now, wait a minute. The big complaint that they tell Pearl is that she's sleeping through the challenge. She doesn't sound like she's sleeping there. No, she looks like she's actually kind of yeah. on an upper. I think that, yeah, it's the most I've ever heard. I rewound, it, I rewound it to that part. Let's hear it again. Attention, cheer trolls. Let the tryouts begin. Start your engines. May the best Tuckahoe win. That didn't sound she sleepy to me. She gives that like weird, like typical pearl smirk. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. God. She's so fucking hot. Like I she's just... so stunning. She's so stunning. I can't stand it. Except I, and, you know, I always wonder. Hair. I'm and I, I rewatching this. I'm like, do I? Was I blinded by how hot she was when I watched this for the first time? I wonder too. I wonder the an- too. The answer was yes. Mm-hmm. But then you rewatch it again, knowing that you were blinded, and you acknowledge objectively maybe how she did. And then I rewatch it again. She didn't suck here. No, she's not. I, I don't think she sucked. Yeah, I think there. I think she should have gone forward here, but she should have gone in the middle. Yeah, she should not have made. I I do agree. Her making it to the end was a little ridiculous, but here she was not. She did not deserve to be criticized as much. I think her crap that she got this this episode was mostly on the runway, mm-hmm. like her persona. Basic witches not wanted. <laughs> oh, sisters, I'm stressed. If I don't win, I may die. 
Try this, it'll help. It's Oprah's new chai. With a shot of drinker. I don't think that's that bad. All right, Mary yeah, Mac, bitch. Give it a go, you're up first. <laughs> okay. Give me a T. Give me a U. Give me a... Bye. You ain't got no L-Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. It's tragic. This is where it gets messy. The no applause. Uh, okay, uh, Evan, your thoughts on Team Kennedy and McBitch. Oh, cringe, 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 cringe. Yeah, you wonder how much... Like, it's it's not terrible. There's bits of it that are fine. Mm-hmm. I think Katya does, as they mentioned... She's a does a fine job. She doesn't have anything like crazy to mess up. Mm-hmm. Um, Jasmine Masters is just is just not an actress. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing that you can do to make that work. And it's I mean that that's I kind of this is wrong, but like I kind of want to be that outfit for Halloween. Like I want to be her. Oh, she like, looks, wear the beard and stuff in there. Well, no, I want to be like her in that in that oh. challenge. She oh. looks like you know that Muppet. Is it Janet? Janice? Oh yeah, uh huh. She looks like Janice, and I, I that's like that's just amazing to me. I love that wig. Um, if there's anybody that recognizes you in that outfit, I would be. I, I host a show about RuPaul's Drag Race, and I would see if someone was wearing that. Would you recognize they were walking down the street in a hallway? Yes, I would. Oh, I would absolutely. My God, why? They could literally be wearing a sign that said <laughs> I Jasmine am Masters, Masters. Out for outfit in Shakespeare season seven episode three. I'd be like, what? And I wouldn't know what they were talking about. This is why I'm useless and have all this knowledge to yeah. recognize random people in their Halloween costumes. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Yeah, I think she's it's just terrible for her. I think Kennedy was a poor leader. I don't know what actually happened behind the scenes, but I think whenever you switch roles last minute you can only like objectively her plan was bad to like have you run it by yourself i'm I'm not an actress i don't know anything about that but i do know that like when you act you're acting with people Mm -hmm. so you have to rehearse with them you know Mm -hmm. made no sense it was a mess i think they did get they were very shady with the editing i'm sure Mm -hmm. but it there was no explanation needed for that this was a, a really bad finished product what about you I actually want to draw because this is not the first or the last time this happens on this show where you have a team and the team captain decides it's a good idea not to rehearse or not to practice or run the lines or they, they're just kind of a mess. And then they're surprised when it falls apart in the challenge. Um, and I'm wondering why they think that's a good idea. I think it has something to do with the little amount of time that they have to prepare for stuff you know but but the other team managed to do it yeah i mean i I think i'm sure there's a lot of factors that go into why they have these like manic last minute decisions or these you know things that are not seeming to be a normal human like human beings like thought process Mm -hmm. um i don't know i think what happened is it i think ultimately it's kennedy's fault it's kennedy's fault because it is a team leader thing is the one thing you will say about Max is Max ran that team like a fucking um, like machine, like a machine, and he didn't take in personal preference. He like this person will be good at that, this person will be good at this, and Kennedy was thinking with her heart, so to speak. And yeah. like, Kennedy's my, I mean, Jasmine's my friend, so I'm gonna let her choose the role she wants. So she doesn't want to be the ghetto girl, so I'm gonna make 
violent they had to grow. So then they wasted all this time when it should have always been Jasmine. But then I think Jasmine's not good at the acting challenges either. She just can't do it. Yeah, no, there's no role. I think that even if she was like the ghetto or she wasn't like the one that she wanted to be at first, she just not a good actress and you can't force that. And she can't really enunciate. She, she's tripping over the lines. And then also, and then here's the thing. I was going to say this last time. I'm going to say it now. Even if you listen to the words, Mick bitch is not as strong as Romeo and Juliet. Not a bit. Not even not close. Romeo and Juliet had the good lines. It um, was easier to follow. I had trouble following this one. I don't know how much of that was the acting. I think a lot of it, they were trying to squeeze too much into McBitch. And they didn't have all the catchy lines that you had in the last one. It wasn't as well written. It wasn't as good. And so they were already at a disadvantage. I would agree. And so uh, I think... Now, I wonder how much of that was Rigor Morris and the producers intentionally gave... Because we don't see why they got McBitch and why the other ones got Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, I don't... I don't, I don't know if it's how much Rigor Morris it was or how much just, like, they knew whichever... Maybe just whatever one they knew that, like, these queens got. They knew Jocelyn was going to be a crappy actress. They knew Max mm-hmm. knew what she was doing. So... I don't know how much of it was planned or how much they, because I mean, I think Max's team could have easily slayed McBitch, you know? Yeah, but look at, look at, also look at that, but look at that team, right? It's Kennedy and Jasmine who are friends, okay? Yeah. Pearl, who's boring. Katya's talented, but she's stuck with these other girls. Candy Ho is not American and has trouble with the language. And then Mm -hmm. Violet is just a, a, a little sour puss bitch. You know, yeah. so she's not helping. So it's actually just a weak team. Where the other ones, you have Ginger, who's an actress. You have Max, who's an actress. Fame's not an actress, but Kasha does a really good job. Trixie does a really good. You have the really strong Jayden players. pulls it together even when she sucks. Yeah. yeah. So Kennedy made done. a mistake in even picking the team. Yeah. Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy. She, like remember, she grabbed Jasmine first because that was her sister. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, they've only known each other like four days by this point, but. I think uh, they knew each other beforehand, though. No, I thought, no, when Kennedy walked in, Jasmine freaks out and says, like, we've never met, but I've been following uh, you for a long you time. you right, you right. Yeah. What's so, funny is that, remember all the crap that Michelle gave Relaska talks for, like, this is not RuPaul's best friend race? Mm-hmm. Like, they made it work. Like, they were all good. These girls are friends and they're sucking. Yeah, well, it's just the two of them, they're just sucky. Yeah. Um, so, but I, so I think they gave them probably the weaker. I mean, I don't know, but I don't, you'd have to write it out and act it out, but I don't think... Uh, we should do this. We should, you know, maybe I'll get it ready for Taylor tomorrow uh, or doing the lip sync thing. Maybe I'll write out the, um, maybe, maybe I'll write out the, um, the, what was the challenge? Uh, the McBitch and see if we can make it work. Okay. You we'll can do that. Do. I hope you're not asking me to do that. No, I didn't ask you to do it. Fucking make it happen! I don't want to hear any goddamn excuses anymore. It's elimination day, and the girls are getting ready for the runway. Jasmine Masters realizes she may be in trouble, but she isn't worried because she has a killer dress up her sleeve that will save her from elimination. Jaden Dior Fierce also shares her own determination to stay in the competition. Meanwhile, Jasmine Kennedy, Mrs. Kasha Davis, and Ginger Minge make up the quote old lady brigade as they apply their makeup the girl to, well, let's do this again as they apply their makeup the older girls complain about the younger girls these young girls ain't been through nothing and girl is getting on a bitch nerve you have to kind of go through discovering what your aesthetic is everybody's talking about aesthetic girl 
Please, honey, find one. <laughs> they don't even know who they are yet. They don't. What's that color one? What? <laughs> oh, violet. Yeah, that one. Oh, lavender. Tacky drag. Miss Kasha Davis, Jasmine, and Kennedy and myself, we just call ourselves the Bitter Old Lady Brigade. But we don't mean any harm, girl. Except when we do. That's what worries me about some of the younger ones. Well, they don't get it. And then they don't. when they get hit hard with what comes afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, people always go to me, girl, why do you take drugs so seriously? You're not curing cancer. No, but I'm making it easier to live with. Right. Now, Evan, let me ask you a question. Because Ginger goes on and tells some fake story about how she and her friends went and entertained a dying woman in hospice. But um, I don't believe one. I don't believe one second of that fucking story. Let me tell you something, Evan. I'm going to tell you the history of this show. This is when I found out the how crazy the RuPaul's Drag Race fans. You know, when we started RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, we were one of the only podcasts out there that consistently that we were consistent out always there talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. So people would listen to our show. And they probably gone on other places, but we would get so m- Ginger Minge, and I always talk about her, was the one that people cuz neither myself nor Daniel nor uh, Donna liked Ginger Minge. Now Daniel really detested Ginger Minge. I was the way I feel now, which is like ugh, right? Like for instance, she completely lies about her age. Like you know, I mean, you're a big fan of the show. You know how old she says she is on the show, right? How old she says she's about thirty something? Twenty nine. I believe that. She no. Smokes- she smokes three packs a day, and no. she probably doesn't eat. Hasn't had a vegetable since nineteen forty four. I believe that she's that old. And then she's, but then she's putting herself in the old lady brigade. Jasmine's well, in her forties. Que- these queens are like twenty. These queens are like twenty two, twenty three that they're talking about. But but Jasmine's in her forties. Conscious in her forties. I think actually Kennedy's younger than you think she is too. Yeah, but they've been doing. Dra- I think the point is that they've been doing drag longer than they had. They were old ladies like that have been doing. I see what you're saying. I think she is very like forced, but yeah. And then and just like even like right, she's all like, we don't mean it unless we do. You know, yeah. and they tell that horrible fake story about there was this old woman who used to come in here and she would go into our shows and we would, she was said that we made her live. Or I'm like, what? No, this never happened. You made this story up on the spot. No one took a show to a hospice. Maybe, maybe you guys went to go visit her, but they did a, sh- they went to a hospice where people are dying and did a drag show. Evan, you believe this? You know, I don't know if I, I don't really care if I believe it because I do remember. I remember this, for those of you who don't know, this season aired when I was going through a very dark time and I was living by myself, not by myself, I was living alone in Germany and I mm-hmm. did not have a lot of friends mm-hmm. and this show brought me a lot of joy mm-hmm. and it was once a week that I got this like little taste of home or whatever and the line that she says about um, you know, drag isn't curing cancer but it makes it easier to live with, that resonated with me as a viewer because I was like, yeah, it's not making my life situation any better but I mean, it's not changing my life situation right now, but it's making, you know, this hour of my day more enjoyable. So was she being, was she making something up? Probably. But like, did she make a greater point about why drag's important and cool? Yeah. I think it was, yeah, it was a little forced, I'm sure. But I think the point of it they were trying to make is that they were trying to say that they, their understanding of what drag is and why drag, what drag should be, it's the old school, new school thing. And they, I think they were delegitimizing a younger generation of drag that Jazz and Master was later, would later on go say fucked up drag. And I think they just come up as really ignorant in this. And I think the test of time has kind of proven that they were kind of wrong. And like the queens that they're being so mean to are a lot more successful than they are. 
That was a rant I went on, but you still don't like Ginger Minj. I think she's kind of a force. Was I sincere enough there for you? What? No! All right, Evan, are you ready to go uh, with the looks here? Uh, yeah, we're doing, what, two that I liked and two that I didn't like? Sure. All right, well, I'll do the, the, the four that stand out the most, for whatever reason they may be. Okay. One, Pearl. Pearl's look. The paper mache beard. This is everything. This is Pearl's best look of the season. I think this is as good as things that Detox wears in season All-Star Season 2. This is a top 10 iconic fashion moment of yeah. All-Star of Drag Race. Pearl is wearing like this red, like um, one P or like it's a red jumper. And she's got these like this devil hair. It reminds me of if anyone's ever watched the Powerpuff Girls, there was this like one devilish drag queen as a villain. And she looks very much like that. I think she's amazing. It looks stunning. This was when I started to really like acknowledge Pearl as being like that bitch. Yeah. Do you agree? She looks fantastic. She's wearing like she's, this. Well, it, it's like, what are those boots? Are those real boots? They're real boots, and she's like, and it's, I think it's the attitude that she walks in with. I just think it's, I think it's everything. Yeah, she looks fantastic. Fact, I remember. She, fact, she thinks I'm reaching. Well, I'll pass you the can that I'm reaching for, but, bitch. But I think the, it's great. But, but here's, I don't know what you're talking about. But what I will say though is, um, Pearl. I, I, I'm actually as much as I'm a fan of the way Pearl looks as a boy. I'm usually not a big fan of her aesthetic as a drag queen. But yeah, she looks stunned. This is definitely her best look of the season for sure. Yes, and the hair is cool. And I think the fact that she took the the, the beard term and it wasn't actually a beard. They, and they comment on this like, I just think it was a very clever and very well done. It wasn't too much. I think her drag is simplistic, but it's like it's it's done well. And that's this is epitomizes that. Now let me so. ask you this question because. You know, Milk has said that this one inside his looks. Yeah. Do you agree with that? I do agree. Did this worse come out around between C- I I'm not entirely sure of the accuracy. Look. But Milk this is season seven, so I think it's pretty fair to say that if you rewatch season six, that episode, the fact that, that she was gonna wear hair was like a huge deal. They're like that's where the hope you're packed, beat a queen kind of thing came in. She, she won the Eurovision Song Contest in 2014. When did season um, seven come Se- out? Season tw- seven came out in 2015. So mm, interesting. Yeah, this may be. It's probably a little bit of both. Uh, for those of you listening, uh, Conchita Worst won the Eurovision Song Contest, but she's like a bearded drag queen. Yeah. So, uh, and that was like it was like when she won in 2014. It was like a huge um, deal that she won as a drag queen, bearded drag queen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's another look that you liked a lot? Fucking Trixie. Oh. Trixie in that oil painting stand. You're a big Trixie stand. But but it's not. I I remember watching, looking at this, and being like, that is cool. That's really cool drag. Is it like? Is it the most form fitting? Like like I think Trixie wearing that now, it would be so much more edited and it would be a lot more expensive looking. But I think what she was at the time, what she had and what she was doing, I thought it was really impressive and a really underrated look. You don't agree? I'm not a big but I'm not a big Trixie fan. I think it's fine. I don't okay. think it's I don't think it's horrible, I don't think it's the worst look, I don't think it's terrible, I think it's fine. Okay, that's fair. Well, you know, we didn't announce that the look that the theme was bearded and beautiful, oh, by the way. Yeah, yeah it was, it's bearded and beautiful. By the way, Raja gave it a boot and Raymond gave it a toot. 
Yeah, well, Raven's, Raven acknowledged that it was good then. I don't know. There, again, it needs editing, of course, but I think at the... I, I specifically remember watching this and being like, that's really neat. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't get it all the way, but I appreciated it. Pearl was top two to the week, just so you know. Of course she was. All right, who's next? Um, Jasmine in that fucking boo-boo outfit of hers. What a ridiculous... First of all, the, the dress, as we mentioned is pretty but it's kind of cheap and kind of costumey i'm sure she wore this to a pageant and i'm sure it probably cost her like three thousand dollars you know they spend a lot of money on these dresses have you ever like like read about or like heard how much money they spend Mm -hmm. like Alyssa edwards talks about how like when she like goes to these pageants that she's that she's lost like her final like look has like that dress alone could be like five thousand dollars but i'm sure this was a very big deal for her to wear this on the show i don't understand her rationale, though, for gl- that gluing things on her face would make her break out and go yeah, to the hospital. That was weird. I, I, I've, I've read, or there's been tea later on about this that at this point in the competition, Jasmine wanted to go home. She wasn't having fun, and then she missed her nephew apparently, and she just wanted to go home and smoke weed and eat Cheetos. Quote. Mm-hmm. So I think, but she's been point, gone she, like four or five days by that point. I know. I think she was just over it. Um, so I don't know if I buy that gluing things on her face will make her break out, but I'm sure the amount of smoke that's in her around her face would make her break out before that. I love Jasmine. I think that this was just, she got on the show. It wasn't what she wanted and she just wanted to get out of there. So I don't buy her excuse. Um, but she just looks terrible. All right. Uh, yeah, I I made, I made my point earlier. I think the dress the dress is fine, but she was saying like, "Oh, this is gonna be the best dress in the history of the show," and it yeah. isn't even the top twenty dresses no. in the show. No, no, no. You know, because uh, the the beard is that big. If she had a sick beard, I think maybe it could have worked. But that that charcoal mess is just it totally overshadows it. Yeah, I agree with you. I, All right, just, and what what's the last look you have? Um, Kennedy and her pubes. You see here. Oh, yeah. That looks awful. I mean, again, Kennedy has a fine dress on, but she literally has pubes on her face. Yeah, her dress looks good, and the wrap she has is good, nice. She has like a, a, I don't know how to describe dresses, so everyone go find the looks online. But it's a dress. (laughs) But the beard is like, yeah, it's like this weird, like, cantinflas pubic hair look. Yeah, like grundle residue. It's awful. Um, I love how only Sir, Sir Fetch understood what I was talking about. For those of you listening later, Sir Fetch is a Latino listener who's in the chat room right now. But um, yeah, this is only. But Raja and Raven both gave it a boot, rightfully so. Yeah, uh, but I think only for the beer. I think the rest of the outfit isn't terrible. Well, you know what? I don't like those gloves. Actually, you're not really seeing them in the picture there. But when you what you can see, like, I'm not. She would have been better without the gloves. Yeah, well, and I think rightfully so. Why they're in the bottom? This is the beard challenge, and the beard needs to be the focal point of your outfit. If your beard sucks, then and it's a beard challenge. I don't know how good your dress can. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. that's where the problem is for both of these two. Hmm. And that's that on that. All right. Thank you, Evan Ayers, for I, I. I want everyone to know who's mad. I told Evan, bitch, pick four looks, whatever looks you want. I'm not doing twelve looks. No, we don't need. Then that's all. There's nothing to say about all twelve of them. It's it's a cool challenge concept, but this is that's all I wanted to say. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Uh okay here let me see here all right let's Sorry, I keep go. cutting you off I feel rude no don't worry about it 
Uh, here we go. All right. Over on the main stage, Team Max receives praise and is allowed to leave the stage. Meanwhile, Team Kennedy goes under the microscope, and they all start throwing each other under the bus, which leads to RuPaul having done had herses. Um, I'll say this. Um, I specifically remember turning to Kennedy and saying, should we run it as a, as a group? And she um, shot me down and said, no. And I think that was the root of our problem. Um, I'll take responsibility as a leader, but as far as taking correction, I'm not going to take that blame. Um, you know, FYI for all of you girls up there, I don't want to hear any goddamn excuses. Be prepared. We didn't have time to re-rehearse. Make as- it work. Make it work. Fucking make it happen. I don't want to hear any goddamn excuses anymore. When the girls return, Kennedy Davenport and Jasmine Masters are placed in the bottom. This forces these two friends to go head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. The song... Oh, wait, I have the volume down. I love I love this song so much. I Was Gonna Cancel by Kylie Minogue. In the end... That- what? Which is actually the theme of most of the time we do these shows. I was gonna cancel. I was gonna cancel. In the end, Kennedy was told, Shantae, you stay, and Jasmine Masters was asked to sashay away. Evan Ayers, my cyber boyfriend, any final thoughts on this episode? An episode that you you hold near and dear to your heart. Any final thoughts uh, on the last act there, on anything we talked yeah. about? Uh, what are your final um, thoughts? I guess my final thoughts on this is the reason why I picked this mostly is because I think it's important that we talk about Season 7 because Season 7 has given us a lot of great queens. And as you mentioned, uh, like to the test of time has proven to be a little kinder to it. But at the time, this season got a really, really terrible rap. And I think the reason why it got a bad rap was because there were a lot of really bad, a lot of acting challenges and a lot of queens that aren't great at acting challenges themselves. And I think this was the beginning of it. Um, I think they were fresh up the heels of season six, which was a very strong acting team or acting cast. If that makes any sense. And I think this was just the first of many, just like flubs of, of the actual, like, production and the, the creation of the show mm-hmm. um and i think it's just good to see them kind of suck and it's not always it's not always in their hands because obviously these are very talented people but sometimes it's i think this was a situation where they really were just kind of given like a crappy material to work with um and i like the i like the runway i thought it was a very strong although we didn't talk about them i think it was a very strong collection of groups mm-hmm. and again rupaul alone this is an amazing look this is like just continuously like one of the best when i think of amazing rupaul images this is one of the first ones i think of yeah i forgot to mention too is you know you know during the um everyone done had hers segment you know when she calls the girls her wig in that was so good oh Uh, the way it moves when she's pointing her finger she's just letting you have it and the wig is doing its own little thing it's everything Yeah, it looked great kind of made you miss matthew because you know delta has her own big wig thing she wears the same three wigs, and it's kind of boring. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, it, I see why you picked this episode. I don't know if I would have necessarily chosen this episode. It is a fun episode. Look, look it's a fun episode. Like, I couldn't... I always try and pick an iconic line for Clip Zero, and I had trouble picking, and like, there were six lines I could have chosen. All of them yeah. iconic. You know, so there's some iconic lines in this episode. It is a fun episode, because... The one team is such a mess, and in, in, in such a comical way, such a mess. Like Pearl, they're mean to her because I did it. But when Pearl like sinks below that wall, it's so funny. 
you and know? She walks into the tree. Oh, she walks into the tree. Like, there's a lot of funny Pearl moments. Uh, Jasmine has great lines. It's an overall really, really good episode. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I'm fine doing this episode. I don't know if I necessarily call it a milestone episode, but it is a really, really solid, great episode of the show, and actually speaks to uh, the idea that season seven wasn't as bad as people remember. I think. Now, again, I'm only about only made about maybe a third of the way through the whole season i'll Um, i'll I'll continue to watch it maybe maybe at a certain point you start to get exhaustion from all the acting challenges but um yeah but overall a very good episode i think did we hit all the main points or anything we missed i think we hit all of it yeah especially since you know this episode so well now i want everyone to know uh you know uh, um for and those of you listening later you'll get this but we're gonna take a little break in terms of doing uh, reflections because starting this weekend, the, um, Dancing Queen, uh, the Alyssa Edwards reality show on Netflix premieres on Netflix. And so starting next Monday, Evan and I are going to recap Dancing Queen here uh, on uh, Patreon for you guys. And so we're going to take a break in the reflections part. We'll come back to reflections, but um, we're going to take a break. I don't know. I think it's eight episodes. I know it's eight episodes, but I don't know if they're half hour or hour long episodes. God, so, I hope they're half hour. Oh, me too. <laughs> God. If they're half hour, I'm going to do two at a time. Be- I mean, can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how you do uh, Alyssa for an hour, eight hours of it. You know? Yeah, I think we're going to have to watch an episode or two and assess what our plan of attack. No, we already promised it. It's done. What's So it's written, so it shall be. What is it? As it's written, so it shall yeah, be Yeah, we already promised it. So once oh. you promise it, it has to be a real thing. But right. um, okay, but do you have anything? Any any final thoughts, Evan Ayers? No final thoughts. I thank you for indulging me through this do this episode and an mm-hmm. episode of the season. Um, these have been really fun and a fun trip to memory lane. And I look forward to talking about Alyssa with you. And I want to say a couple of things. One, I want to apologize to you. I thought I was doing a bit last week, and I I, I know you were shook by how angry I seemed on the air. Um, I did think at the, at the beginning, I thought you really were, because the way you didn't say throwing shade, you said um, Brian and Aaron, and I was like, who says Brian and Aaron? So I thought you had spoken to somebody, but then very quickly I realized you were being genuine sincere, but I thought, this is why maybe we should have the camera on, that you were sort of getting the twinkle in my eye and my voice. Clearly you were not, and thought I was really angry. So I apologize, but also, you know, and, and, uh, Tame of Volante Boy and I have discussed, I have been very impressed by how good you have been on these episodes. I've seen a lot of growth in you. Oh, thank you. I thought I was losing weight. Oh, you know what? Everyone should know this. Evan has, you have been losing weight. What is going on with that? You, you've been looking so, the wedding pictures oh, you. in your story. That. I was like, who Did I look good this? at the wedding? Yeah. Oh, thank you. How beautiful was my friend, though, that bride? I don't know. Staring at you. Oh, Thanks, Daddy. Um, I appreciate that. No, thank you. I have been trying. I'm, um, I don't know. I really, I've not been eating as unhealthy. I have not been drinking as much as uh, truly. Like I've, I've just kind of gotten into a normal schedule. I'm really active. I when I'm not working in my desk job, I'm working at a restaurant, walking around. I, th- I think I'm just like up doing things more, and my body is kind of just snatching itself to a more healthy figure. So I appreciate you saying that. All right. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Reflections, a limited series uh, from RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. We're taking a break for a while, but when we return, we will be recapping Season 7, Episode 5, titled The Despy Awards. Until what? then. Yeah. What's wrong with that one? 
We're doing the Despy Awards, really? Evan, I thought, I thought how, we were going to Wait, no, 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 not next week when we come back. Oh, for I, I was just kidding. I was, I was just throwing that off because you just said how good I was doing. I was being stupid. Oh, I, don't think, I don't think zero people believe that right now. That's, but uh, yeah, the Despy Awards we're doing because you have to do Despy Awards. That's the famous. Is there something on my face episode? Oh shit, that's right. No, oh, yeah, yeah, we're doing that one for sure. Yeah. Until then, for Evan Ayers and myself. Mwah. Want to share your thoughts about Drag Race? Email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com. For up-to-the-minute news about the show, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dragracerecap and follow us on Twitter at dragracerecap. To find all of our old episodes, visit our website at dragracerecap.com. You can follow Evan Ayers on Instagram at Evan M. Ayers. That's E-V-A-N-M-A-Y-R-E-S. And on Twitter at Nobody Cares. That's N-O-B-O-D-Y-C-A-Y-R-E-S. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. And you can also find me on my other podcast, Catching Up with Mike and Joe, available at Catching Up Podcast and wherever you get your podcasts.